everyone. Welcome back to Rebelde Rewatch. My name's Elizabeth. Hi guys, I'm Hortensia. And today we're continuing our recap of Rebelde. We're talking episodes 19 and 20. If you're not there yet, make sure to go back and listen to our previous episodes that are up right now um, and catch up to where we are. And would love to have you follow along with us as we go through the, the rest of the season. Uh, 19 and 20 are filled with a lot of good stuff. So we're going to jump right in. Um, 19 has a lot of where we left off last time with things happening with La Logia and things happening between like um, Mia and Miguel, but also like Mia and Roberta and there's some stuff there. Um, And then we'll go into 20, which has some very strange like party uh attire and happenings so we'll go into that one later but let's start with 19 um where we left off on tuesday and uh pick up from there where do you want to kick off well i guess we could just start right at the beginning um we we know that marcelino has become a big part of roberto's life right now and so she's trying really hard to uh hide him because, you know, Diego knows about him and he's been telling everybody, like, she's hiding this kid on campus somewhere. And so the last episode we ended with the cliffhanger was basically like, is the director going to find out she is hiding him? Because mm-hmm. he sees all the stuff that they just got that got delivered to her and it's a bunch of toys. Mm-hmm. And so um, her mom, she basically says it's her mom that, you know, she doesn't realize that kids their age basically saying like, oh, she sent me all these things. You know, she doesn't know what's. But she makes a lot of funny jokes because she's like, you know, como ella se quita los años, she thinks we all do too. And <laughs> and it's kind of funny because even the director like is like, oh, you know, okay, fine, you're funny, but no, like I don't believe you. And so, well, but also I don't think she she doesn't know that there's previous history between like her mom and the director. So he he's like, your mom's not dumb, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He realizes like that's probably not true, um, but she doesn't know that. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and it's it's still like ridiculous answer anyway. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, it's not true, but she's just trying to find a way to get out of it. And, um, you know, she doesn't really get in trouble. It's just, I, it, in, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's not enough um, evidence or like maybe he thinks like I'm going to find out anyway. So whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so Marcelino's like a big deal right now with I, I just I keep one wondering like oh goodness when is it gonna like I know when is it <laughs> when, when is it gonna be bad <laughs> I'm a little I, over it and I'm, I'm yeah and every time I'm like worried because he comes sneaking back into the school I'm like kid just stay where you're supposed to stay because you're gonna get his you're gonna get everybody in trouble and so yeah but anyway so um I guess another big thing that's happening in these these episodes is that Roberta has decided in the previous episode she had a plan to help Miguel because mm-hmm. of him you know, the Logia destroyed all his stuff. And so he's, he needs supplies and he needs all this. So because he's too proud to accept help, she said, it's basically like, there's going to be a dance at a club, um, like a party. And she, everybody who comes has to donate some school supplies. Mm-hmm. And she said, it's for all the Vecados, not just for Miguel, which I mean, everybody knows it's really for Miguel, but it kind of right. helps to where he accepts the help. He's like, okay, if it's for everyone, then okay, I'm, I'm on board with it. So Diego is talking to Tomas and basically into his friends and he's like, we're going to go to that party because he's got some kind of plot, you know, to get back at Roberta for everything mm-hmm. she's been doing. And, um, and so, yeah, so we know that this part's going to be important because something's going to happen for sure. Yeah. Um, and then part of that, 
conversation as as they're talking like Diego wants to go to the party because he has a plan against Roberta and during that he asks Tomas like hey can you keep an eye on Rico and he's like oh wait wait never mind I remember you're you're with Pilar now so uh you know Giovanni can you do it and so then Tomas is kind of like not sure what to do because he wants to hang out with Rico but he's also at first he was trying to convince them not to go to to the party because of he's still trying to hide his relationship with Rico but now that he's you know given the okay to hang out with her as the context of like I'm watching her for you now he's like on board to go I guess Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah that whole thing is still complicated and I think we've talked about like when is the when is Vico's plan going to be over? Because they've been like hiding and sneaking around for a while now. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what is the ultimate? Like, when is the end game? You know, when is it mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, here's what I was planning. How am I going to surprise everybody? Because at this point, it's just, it's kind of been dragged out. And and on her end, Vico's having issues with Mia because Mia realized that Vico was lying to her mm-hmm. um, in the last episode. And, and she's not sure yet what's happening, but Vico finally... You know, she asks for forgiveness and she explains her plan. And so Mia is not on board with it because she's kind of like, what are you doing? You know, like Mm -hmm. in her mind, she's thinking, you know, these, which is really cruel because I get she hates how Diego treats her. But it's also kind of like you're you're really breaking up these two friends that are like best friends that have been best friends. Yeah. uh, For who knows how long. And um, Tomas is at fault, too. Like he's guilty. But it's kind of one of those things where you feel like, why are you? Why, you know, like Mia's probably thinking, like, why are you doing that? Like, nobody would want, you know, like she has her best friends. I mean, it's a terrible position to be in. But, um, yeah, so she uh, she basically she's really worried about her. And and I think she has a really good talk with her because, again, it shows Mia being a good friend when she's saying you're not your mom. Like, mm-hmm. Biko's thing is that her mom got cheated on and they her family got abandoned by her dad because her dad decided to go with this new person that he cheated on his mom on her mom with and so she feels like i'm not gonna let anybody do that to me nobody's gonna see you know you know cheat on me and then get away with it or whatever but mia is basically trying to be a good friend and say hey don't don't be that way you know like don't i guess short change yourself like you're not you know nobody left you your dad didn't leave you yes he left your mom like that's a different relationship than you and your dad but you know, there's a lot of things there. And so Mia's really trying to be a good friend um, because she really is worried about Vico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and the positive there is like that they make up and, um, you know, they're back on track as being friends. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it, it gives us a little more insight into just Vico and who she is. And um, hopefully, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't remember what her plot is, <laughs> like what the ultimate plot is, but uh Hopefully things turn out better for her and she gives up this plan soon. Yeah, because I feel like she's, I don't know. At this point, like I said, I can't remember. I don't know if she ends up like actually falling for Tomas or she's still just plotting everything. Like, I don't know because I feel like she's just letting it drag too long. Um, mm-hmm. And she could also end up getting hurt too, you know. Right. And, and so anyway, um, but talking about friendships, uh, we see something really important in this episode about friendship and it's, it's funny because both Mia mm-hmm. and Roberta show up at Lupita's uh, and Speedy Salon. Mm-hmm. Um, so first we see Mia, she shows up and, you know, it's typical Mia. She's so snooty about everything. And she's like, <laughs> oh, you know, because it's like, this is not the kind of place she's used to being in, you know. Right. Um, 
but she's there to see Lupita and, and Lupita's hiding. Of course, she doesn't want to see anybody. Mm-hmm. And so her aunt kind of has to just say like, no, she's not here. She went on vacation with her parents and whatever. Um, at this point, I don't know if they don't realize. I don't think she has like she has her mom, but I don't remember there being a dad in the picture. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, they never really, I think, bring him up. So I I feel like that's one of the things where I'd be like, ha, you're lying because she only has him. You know, it's just her and her mom and her sister. I don't know. But they don't realize she's they kind of well Mia believes her and she's like okay whatever but then Roberta shows up mm-hmm. and Roberta's like a little bit more you know she kind of yeah more savvy <laughs> and so she's like no obviously she's they're lying and so she convinces Mia to kind of like work with her in a way to find a way to get Lupita to come out you know from where she's hiding and stuff and and it's such a cool little scene because it's so funny they're both hilarious like in their own ways and they don't like each other but they kind of have to work together in this mm-hmm. in this way and they do it because they really do care about Lupita which is really the ultimate like thing I get out of it. it's like they both care about her a lot and they don't want to see her leave the school and they also don't want to I think they also you know they just they're willing to do what it takes to to make her come back mm-hmm. um so I thought that was a really really funny moment yeah, I mean, it speaks to uh, Lupita, who, you know, has been doubting herself a lot right now and doesn't think she's a good friend and feels like she's let everybody down and she's just not fitting in anywhere. But it shows that, you know, there's two people that really care about her enough to the point to, like, they work together, they they don't get along, but they put that aside for her. And I think, um, like, what you're saying, is, what you said, they want her to come back because... They care about her as a friend, but they also, um, I think Mia especially was noticing like if she doesn't come back, she's gonna lose her spot, and they know how important it is for her to be there and kind mm-hmm. of you know like get this opportunity and finish school and um, kind of like get access to all the the lifestyle that could come if she does finish school there. Yeah, so it's just I don't know. It, it's just one of those things where. Um, I think Lupita, oh, because I guess what also happens we we should point out is that Lupita, I think at this point, because of everything that's happened, she, she also, I think sometimes she also, at this point, I feel like she finally kind of stood up for herself and said, mm-hmm. okay, I'm tired of all this like drama that y'all create mm-hmm. when there's actual important things in life that, you know, there's people who don't get to like, you should be grateful for what you have because there's people who don't have what you have. And so she takes them to meet her little sister who mm-hmm. we've talked about and she you know she's uh special needs and 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 so she's basically saying like you guys complain about everything you act like you do you fight all this and that and you have all these opportunities that you know my sister will never have because mm-hmm. of you know um her situation and so it it kind of finally i feel like she's standing up for to say hey you know stop being the way y'all are like stop being so petty and childish like sometimes y'all need to like grow up right and um and i i like that moment too because it's it also serves for them to tell basically Roberta kind of brings to her attention that your sister will is fine. Like don't treat her mm-hmm. like different. Like, yes, you're doing things cause you love her, but you got to also let her be herself and like kind of don't overprotect her. Right. Like she's more capable than you give her credit for. Exactly. And so it's just, I feel like it's an important moment on both sides. Like mm-hmm. they see something about Lupita's personal life that they didn't know but they also kind of put a different perspective in in her or like bring a perspective to her about like maybe 
you know, she's not giving you said credit to her sister that she, you know, she's fine. Like you don't have to be there just to like kind of protect her all the time. Like mm-hmm. she'll be okay. You need to also think about yourself. Yeah. And I think that does give her, you know, the, I don't know, like quote unquote permission for herself to be okay with leaving and kind of doing something for herself rather than like putting her herself in the back to, you know, help everybody else. So, yeah. Um, and it also just shows like, <laughs> for me, it shows just like what Mia and Roberta could be potentially, right? Like when they do put aside their differences, like they could work well together. They're both at their core people who care about other people. Mm-hmm. Um, they just show it in really different ways. Um, and so, you know, hopefully it's foreshadowing things to come, right? <laughs> How they yeah. end up uh, working more together. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think it's it shows us what they're capable of, you know. And um, yeah, so, so that's a kind of like a, a good and, and kind of light moment before we get into some really dark stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so what's going to happen next is, okay, me, and, and here's something that I've been kind of, you know, because again, I, I know the story, I remember the story, but there's obviously details that I don't remember. So, um, we get first, when they first found out about La Logia, Theo's the one that finds the letter in, in, in the room, right? And they, mm-hmm. and says like, oh, you know, and then they find, and then that editing thing happens. So there's like, then they come into the room and it's only like, oh, there's a letter and it's a logia sign. But then mm-hmm. what happens next is that um, uh, Giovanni comes over and tells Miguel, oh, uh, they're look somebody's calling you. I don't remember who he says, like, they want to see you. And basically he sends them to like, the basement or somewhere mm-hmm. right like some kind of some kind of room that I, I i'm not sure exactly where in the school it is and so he's like what do they want or what is what am i what for and he's just like i don't know i don't ask i'm just telling you what i was told and so at this point there's two people who kind of have been have these messages for miguel so you kind of wonder like what who is behind all this stuff like anyway but miguel goes into the basement or this place and la logia basically like a it's a setup right Mm -hmm. they're um they surround him and they're really creepy like they're they're really threatening like they're not just playing some kind of game they're really trying to hurt him if he doesn't uh basically leave the school and um you know there's like a fire that's set like some kind of symbols and and um and miguel is really brave because you know he doesn't kind of cower to them and just say okay what do you want like no he's he kind of yells back like kind of like he would fight them if he could Mm -hmm. but there's just too many of them too many right yeah so um eventually they they have him like i guess they tie him up and they're dunking him into some kind of tank like water Mm -hmm. tank and and something i wanted to highlight too was that while this is happening they show us his family they haven't showed us his family in a long time his mom and his sister and they're kind of talking about school and she's you know her mom is his mom is talking to the little girl and this and but there's a moment where com, como que tiene un presentimiento, mm-hmm. like she feels something's not right, right. and she kind of just is like you know and it's because her son is actually being threatened for his life right now where he's being dunked into this water and like who knows how far it could get i really just don't know what their intentions at this point are mm-hmm. yeah um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I, I think to your point, like it is a, it is an actually dangerous group. It's kind of uh, infuriating mm -hmm. only because I think we've seen groups that actually do stuff like this in real life. Yeah. Not, not maybe at like a high school, but uh, in society, right? Mm -hmm. uh, of men who have their own issues and then take it out on other people uh, through hate. So it's just kind of frustrating in that way. But to your point, um, they do show us his family. They haven't shown him in a while. His mom especially can kind of sense that something's going on. And um, it just, it's also kind of just like, because Miguel, you don't really have to be there. So mm -hmm. If you would just drop your vengeance plan, right? Like, you don't yeah. have to be going through this. Not that it's right, not that they should do this to anybody, but like he really doesn't have to be going through this because he's just there for his own plot of revenge. Um, so he could just pick up and leave any time that he wanted, but he's, you know, he's also stubborn, so he's not going to let them dictate what he should do or shouldn't do. Exactly. Yeah, no. Um, at, at some point, though, he does finally yell out like, yes, I'll leave. I'll leave. Like he kind of caves in because I think he really is scared in that moment. And he but again, we know Miguel. He's not going to like he's not going to uh, give in because he fights like he fights mm -hmm. for everything he, he wants. Like he's someone who um, who's really strong, strong willed and, and, and strong headed. And so he tells them at the moment what they want to hear and so they let him go um and he says he'll be gone you know i guess whatever um and then later we hear him talking to nico mm -hmm. and telling him that it's true that they're that it's all like a real threat and nico's scared because nico is also on their list well i don't know that they know at this point but he knows he's a becado right and so i think he's worried about what's going to happen to him you know mm -hmm. and um, and we see somebody listening to them and they're dressed in the kind of like an army because these these Logia people were dressed in kind of like army or, you know, like military looking suits. Um, yeah. uh, camouflage. Camouflage. Yeah. And so we see somebody standing there covered with their face covered and they're wearing a similar suit and that person runs away. But Miguel kind of sees them. So he starts chasing that person. And we're wondering if it's somebody from La Logia that's been spying to hear what he has to say. And it turns out that it's Theo. Mm -hmm. And so, again, that's kind of raises your suspicions of, like, okay, who is part of this group? Because, as we know, Theo was the one who found the note. Mm -hmm. um, and now Theo's dressed like one of them. But he says, well, this is for class. Because they had some kind of, like, I don't know, some kind of maybe oh, drama. Yeah. yeah, some drama class or something. And, and so he has, like, an alibi, or so it seems. And so, you know, Miguel kind of believes him because, again, it's Theo and and it just seemed like believable but um i don't know it it just makes you feel like okay who's behind a lot, some of the stuff and um but but basically miguel told nico i'm not leaving mm -hmm. i i'm gonna plan to they can't get get away with this and if there's anybody who can kind of i feel like fight them it's gonna be miguel right Cause yeah nobody's has stood up to them maybe or has tried or maybe they've tried and they just haven't been able to but because of what we know about miguel it's like if there's somebody who can try to take them down it it most likely can be him because of how he is um so that's what i think his plan is going to be um to do that so uh what else happens in this episode um yeah so we see that um and you know 
staying with Miguel. We see in the previous episode that his stuff had been destroyed and um, everybody knows he's too proud to accept gifts. But that doesn't stop Selena from like giving him supplies and gifts. <laughs> and so she's, you know, she is his girlfriend. So she feels like, you know, I can give him all these things he needs. Um, it's kind of her, but she should probably know him better by now. He mm-hmm. he's thankful for the gifts, but he's like, what if we just take them to the party and donate them to, you know, Roberta's party for all the becados? And she's just like, sure, whatever you want. <laughs> I know. For Rejected. Her, like, no, I bought them for you, you fool. <laughs> well, she should know by now. but She should know, but she doesn't get that message. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, yeah, it's one of those moments where it's like, oh, here we go again, Selena. And mm-hmm. You know, he handles it better than I think he would have in the past. But he does say, let's just donate them because that's part of the requirements, right? So mm-hmm. they'll donate them um, to to the to the party. Um, but she's she's really definitely scared for him this whole time, too, about the Lohia. Because I think she were, you know, she's not. And she doesn't know what happened at this point. Like, I don't think he tells her that he did get attacked by Lohia. No, um, I don't think so. I think only Nico. Only Nico knows. knows yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. So, I guess another thing that comes up is uh, during this time, because of this party, you know, a lot of things are happening. So, Domas obviously is pretending to be dating Pilar, right? Mm-hmm. As we know. But he has he kind of blows her off because now he's been asked to take care of Vico. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we know that that's what he wants. But Pilar is upset because she's like well why are you dumping you know like we're supposed to go together right? and he's like well I've been asked to help with you know with Rico and he doesn't put up a fight because he wants that but he just makes him like well you know Diego needs me to help him blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. and then so she decides to ask Giovanni out to the party Mm -hmm. and um, which is funny because they've had their their problems where they've kind of like butted heads because of the anonymous but I think she doesn't really have anybody else she can think of. And she asks him and he doesn't really have anybody. (laughs) Yeah. Mia has been rejecting him and he's been trying to get closer to Mia, but she's not really interested. Right. At Mm -hmm. this point, she keeps saying like, no. Um, And so that's what really just, you know, that's what's happening with Bilal, but that's going to play into some stuff that's going to happen in the next one too. Um, But I think um, one of the other things that happens that is kind of, important is that Marcelino who I Mm -hmm. am always like oh like I said I'm worried about because he's going to get everybody caught he sneaks into the office like the main office right um to try to get Luhan's records because Luhan hadn't talked to him about how you know he knows that she's they've talked about how they're she comes from an orphanage and like she she doesn't know who's paying for her school and he always wants to help them you know that he cares about them too now because they're like his friends and so even though Luhan's like don't do anything crazy like he decides to sneak into the office and he almost gets caught and it's so mm-hmm. nerve-wracking <laughs> um but anyway he he doesn't so he ends up bringing all the records uh to the to the room and I mean they're all excited because basically they have everybody's information and it's like oh but then Luhan is basically like oh I can find out who's paying my school um, right. which is what she wants to know yeah and i think i think those were like the main points is there anything else i'm missing no i mean well the only it's it's a small piece and it's uh not gonna matter too much in this episode but 
we'll see kind of the effects of it in the next episode is that Mia is kind of just replaying this conversation in her head of um, basically Selena told her, I believe in the last episode that Miguel said that the reason Mia doesn't have a boyfriend is because she's like hysterica and that's why like, you know, uh, that's why she's by herself or whatever, which, you know, not like fair. she's, <laughs> yeah, like she's hysterical in, in and that she's a tease, and right? Like she just flirts and then doesn't go out yeah totally unfair like he doesn't know he's just saying stuff because he's trying to cover his actual motives but um she's replaying that in her head and we'll see as we dive into episode 20 it kind of like makes her think of like what she wants to do next so um kind of just like a little thing that's happening in the background mm-hmm. yeah and that's pretty much like um the end of that um at the end the main the main thing that happens at the end is that, again, we see somebody sneaking into a room. We can't really tell whose it is. I assumed it was Miguel, but his bed, but you can't really tell. It's kind of dark. Um, and they leave another note. And so you're wondering, like, oh, is it another threat? Because this person, like, that was Dale, <laughs> heard him talking about not leaving. Or what is it? You know, what is this note? Mm-hmm. So um, that's what that episode ends with. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Should we go on to episode 20? Yeah. I wanted to point out something about episode 20 because you had made a point about this a few a few episodes back. Mm-hmm. That every you you were saying that the cha- song changes every like fifth episode. So yeah. what what is basically every Friday, right? It would have played right. on Friday. It would have been every Friday. Yeah. And it happened again this time. So your theory is probably right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like yeah, I did, I did write it down. So that again, the intro what I believe would have been playing on Fridays is Malas Intenciones by Eddie Cruy. Yeah, so it's just a kind of an observation. After you put that into my head, I was like, oh, let me see if it's the, <laughs> it's the fifth episode of the week. Technically, in, if you were watching this, like on, you know, whatever channel they were playing it, it would, and it, and it does change songs. So it's like a the Friday song. <laughs> yeah, so I guess maybe Fridays are like the more, I don't know, cool stuff would happen or more just like, more tricky stuff i don't know but it seems like there's a theme of changing the song i do All feel right. like they probably oh, oh i was gonna say they probably do also try to have big cliffhangers on fridays because it's like they know they're gonna leave us all you know before before streaming and before on demand and all <laughs> stuff we would have to wait the whole weekend and be like what's gonna happen and right you know and so back then you gotta keep the interest yeah you would be left with the cliffhanger because it's like oh now we're gonna have to wait till next week to find mm-hmm. out so yeah yep. and we have a good cliffhanger in this one so uh episode 20 i mentioned earlier uh the the biggest thing happening in this one is the party that roberta has been planning for a few episodes now um which mm-hmm. is going to take center stage but there are some things that happen before we get to the party so uh where would you want to start off um i think not the, just to get kind of like go over it because it's not a big major thing but it's something that we just talked about that Luhan was trying to find out who is her tutor basically somebody who's mm-hmm. paying her school right right um or, or who's her, like, sponsor sponsor yeah um and then unfortunately she's not able to find anything in the records mm-hmm. except for like a bank account number and um there's something else maybe it's an email I'm not sure she she finds like just some general information that doesn't give her anything Mm -hmm. but they make it a point to where Roberto says make a copy of it and we'll look into it so you know that she's probably going to try to find 
more from that, you know? Yeah. Like, um, like to be continued. This is not, yeah, to be continued. Like, we're not just going to give up. Like, they're going right. to try to keep figuring this out. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of one of the first things we, we find in this and start with this episode. Um, but one of the main parts that I enjoyed seeing was that they, uh, Roberta, um, and because of Marcelino, uh, sneaking into the office, you mm-hmm. know, in the last episode, he hears that there's going to be a big meeting with the comité, the mm-hmm. um, or the comisión, or the, the group that the board of the school. Like the board of directors, right? Yeah, and so they, um, it's in the day that they're planning to escape, to go to this party. And so, obviously, that could ruin everything, because if these people are on campus, and they're doing all this stuff, like, they can't escape while all these guests are around. Mm-hmm. And so, Roberta talks to the group, the class, and she's like, hey, we got to work together. I know we don't like each other. I mean, it's a big <laughs> ask, right? Like, none of them like each other. Or, like, there's a lot of enemies in this class. But she's like, we got to work together. We want to escape. And surprisingly, Diego supports her. And he, mm-hmm. because we know he has a plan, right? He's he's already plotting something. But he supports her. And he comes up to the front, too. And he says, yeah, let's, like, let's work together, this and this. And I think because of that, like, the fact that the two of them were from the two different groups, you know, mm-hmm. and if they can work together and they hate each other, let's just work together. You know, like everybody says, okay, let's do it. And it's yeah. just kind of was funny to see that because I'm like, okay, they together, they're, together, they're able to make stuff happen. So, um, so yeah, so they decided to pl- plan this thing where um, they uh, basically call, like they steal all the records, like n- not all the records, they steal the phone list for all the comité. And they call and cancel the meeting. Mm-hmm. And then um, meanwhile, so everybody has a part. Like even Pilar helps because she's like, she distracts her dad, I think, so that Roberta can come in mm-hmm. um, to get this, the paper with all the numbers. And then Roberta calls up all the people. And um, so everybody kind of has different little roles to play and help um, to bring it, the, the, the you know, this plan all together. Um, and then I guess... I mean, we can go keep going to what happens later, but that's kind of that more towards where the party um, party part of this happens. So I don't know if there's anything between as this is happening, there's other stuff happening. So maybe we should talk about um, about that for a bit before we go back to the party. Yeah, sure. Let's uh, let's go. T- um, so I had mentioned in about about episode 19 that, you know, Mia is kind of replaying this conversation in her head about what Miguel said about her. So she confronts him. She's like, hey, I thought we had a truce. We were not going to talk about each other after they had that secret kiss. They had agreed, you know, you don't mess with me. I won't mess with you. Let's, you know, for the sake of Selena, let's just kind of like leave things the way they are right now. Um, so when she heard that he had said these things about her, about like not having a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. Um, she confronts him and she tells him like, hey, we had a truce. Why are you talking about me? Um, and he basically just tells her like because you you live in this fantasy land uh with unicorns and like everything's you know gray and you're afraid of living in the real world where things like that don't happen um and it it kind of like makes her upset but also makes her like well I'll show him right (laughs) so yeah so then she uh basically she goes and finds Giovanni and she's like hey Giovanni I changed my mind like yes let's go to the party together so it's just funny because Miguel's words drove her to Giovanni which is just funny. yeah <laughs> um, like 
they do make her feel like she's got to do something to show him right like right i'll show you yeah right like i'm not afraid i'll show you i'll go to this party and i'll go with a boy and you know like all the things that she thinks miguel doesn't think she's capable of doing (laughs) exactly and one thing i did want to say about this whole scene is that they make me mia makes fun of him and his age and he's like 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 it's obvious that he's older or like he Mm -hmm. seems older or like maybe it's almost to the point where it sounds like she's saying have you flunked so many times that you're still in this grade and it's funny because again we we all know the viewers know he is older and so i don't know i just thought it was funny that that's what she's insulting him about when we really know that it's it's a real truth like Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know i just was like oh that's a little too too real (laughs) but it was it was definitely an awkward um encounter because there's a lot of tension always with them too Mm -hmm. because obviously they have to pretend they don't like each other um but you can kind of see where like even in the moments where they're supposed to be mad i feel sometimes like they want to like like me especially like she's so mad but she kind of wants to like smile because she's it's like that frustration, you know, when something like, oh, this person makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. But I almost like it, it makes you like want to like, la- like, I don't know. She looks like she wants to laugh or she wants to just like, like, ah, like be exasperated by it because he really gets gets to her. And to that point, she like you said, she does stuff that maybe she won't normally do because she decides to, OK, I'm going to go out with Giovanni out to this party and this and this and this. So um, so it does bother her, even though she acts mm-hmm. like he doesn't. And then what happens is because now he got Mia, who's like his dream date, mm-hmm. Giovanni dumps Bilad, who he had already agreed to go to the party with. So we see like Bilad again, like being the receiver of the. <laughs> I know. I feel bad for her because, again, they do really treat her so crappily. <laughs> like, yeah. she does get, you know, like nobody takes her serious. Nobody cares about her feelings. You know, mm-hmm. they're just kind of like, whatever, it's Bilad. And, and so at that point, she got done by Tomas and then she's getting done by Giovanni and at this point she's fed up with it you know mm-hmm. and we see her to the point where she's almost gonna go and snitch on everybody yeah um, she goes with that intention she's like yeah. I need to talk to my dad right now yeah and and I get it she's mad and I would be too you know like the way they treat her it's not I would want to see them also get in trouble but at that same moment like Roberta again very always kind of in tune and very savvy about how people can be I think I don't know she noticed something about it because she follows her and she's like don't do what i think you're about to do mm-hmm. and you know because they had just pulled off their big plan like they had all worked together and now suddenly Pilar's gonna ruin it for everybody and she's like i know what you're about to do and why do you do that why do you always run to your dad when you have issues like you always want him to save you mm-hmm. and something about what she says kind of clicks into Pilar's like head because i guess she realizes like it's true like why you know why do that like maybe i do need to figure out how to handle things because then there was in a sense she's sort of like diego like they don't know how to deal with their own issues and so they call their like dads oh help me fix this you know figure this out or like i'm gonna show y'all because i'm the principal's daughter and it's like you always hate that that we think this way about you but you're gonna prove that because you're the principal's or the director's daughter you're you're gonna do exactly what we always say you do mm-hmm. you know or, or we think you do and you want to prove you don't but there you are doing it and so she stops herself which i thought was important because she doesn't want to be that person even if she's so mad about what's happening right you know with with giovanni and all the boys yeah exactly so, so 
yeah so she doesn't tell so Roberto's plan is still intact <laughs> for now. and it's and the funny part of the the funniest thing to me at after that scene is that Gandia comes over and then they're like let's go Pilar you know oh, yeah. her. and then Gandia just sits down and he's like oh and then Alicia's like what you know and He's like, my daughter doesn't have friends. And of all the people, she decides to pick Roberta. And You're right. He's like, you're so, genuinely sad. He's so sad. <laughs> like, like, genuinely like, oh, no. And it's funny because, you know, I don't know. That was just funny to me. Um, because he has so much trouble with Roberta. But it's like, yep, your daughter is friends with Roberta. So, um, anyway. But, um. Okay, so while it was all happening, I think, oh, well, we recall Miguel had gotten, oh, the letter that was left on somebody's bed, right? It turns out yep. it is on Miguel's bed. Yep. And it's a letter that says, go to the pool. Like, it tells him to go to the pool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, Nico is, like, always, like, don't do this because it's dangerous or whatever. Yeah. So, Miguel is going to the pool, and Nico is, like, so freaked out because he thinks it's like a bomb or something like he thinks it's something dangerous mm-hmm. and he like knocks it into the pool and it's just funny it's hilarious like they they both like jump into the pool and because he's like don't open it and it's just it's just so funny um but it turns out to be a record like the record of all the members of Nalogia from years past mm-hmm. and so what we realize is that whoever left that last note is somebody maybe from the inside that's trying to help him yeah well i think in the note because there's a note with the records and it says like somebody needs to stand up to this group and so it's basically somebody who's on Miguel's side Mm -hmm. and trying to feed him information about what's going on yeah so that's that's cool because as we know miguel is trying to figure out a way to Mm -hmm. to get them so this is going to help too because it's proof like again right now there's no proof there's no uh, they want to ignore it like the principal like the director wants to like pretend like it doesn't exist and everybody just kind of acts like oh it's a rumor like we don't know but you know this shows like these are records of people that actually were part of it mm-hmm. so um and I think we all have to wonder like well who's on his side right um and I think you mentioned earlier what could it be they'll be is they part of La Logia is he working for or against Miguel right like yeah could he be the one that's now feeding him information like who is it somebody actually part of the logia that's giving him information is somebody else who knows the history of like what's going on with this group um so another mystery for us to have exactly yeah so um so i think that pretty much brings us to the later part of the episode which is when they start getting ready for this party and Mm -hmm. Um, Gandia's wondering like why nobody has shown up. Uh, he's just, for his you know, meeting. yeah, for his meeting because of course like Roberta canceled the meeting, right? And so he calls the president of the board, and then they find out that someone canceled it. So now he's mad because he knows like somebody has done this, mm-hmm. and now he just doesn't know who. To me, it's funny because I would have thought he'd immediately like call some kind of like everybody come to the like auditorium or something who did this you know like let me find out but he doesn't he doesn't really do anything about it like as far as to find out who canceled it maybe he thinks i don't know i don't know what 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 his thoughts are on that whole thing but um he decides instead i think uh 
what he decides eventually to do that night uh, is go out with the the perfecto um, to explore the campus. To for... try to find Marcelino. <laughs> yeah, to find Marcelino, which I don't know. It's all very like, there's a lot of like ridiculous moments in this episode where they're out exploring and they're both like silly and I don't know. Gandia and this one is just really silly. But um, but yeah, so what's happening with the kids is that meanwhile, uh, they're getting ready because they're like, okay, our plan's working. Everything's working. So everybody's getting ready and everybody's dressed like in regular party clothes, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> as they're getting ready, they are. Yeah, because they're like, oh, let's get ready. Summer, we'll get ready, whatever. So they're all like putting on, like, you see Roberta and her friends kind of putting on these, like, um, these just these dresses i mean these like shirts and skirts i don't know stuff and miguel's got this fringy looking top that i don't know they're wearing some like interesting party clothes but it's just to me looks like regular party clothes so what's funny the funniest part to me is that after they're all ready and they're about to sneak out everybody comes out in like costumes like <laughs> 70, in retro 70s in retro 70s clothes and i'm thinking when did this turn into a theme party? Because right. nobody said anything. They were all re- putting on regular clothes. And suddenly everybody's like in these like retro outfits. And it was like really out there. Like where? Where did this come from? <laughs> right. When was this change made? When was the update given? Because we never saw it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever talked about it. They weren't putting on these outfits when we were seeing them getting dressed. Like, it was just so funny. Random, random, random. So everybody looks pretty crazy i mean some of them like their outfits are pretty cool and some stuff is just kind of like what what are you wearing so um we should also- rank the outfits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know i'm trying to remember some because some of them were i feel like a lot more uh like you know like very 70s and some were a little less um but but it was just it was just crazy like it it was just one of those things i don't know editing or what but it was just like it went from we're gonna go to a party to costume party you know like dress up everybody and nobody ever really like talked about it so um they're sneaking out um they play a trick on the guard so basically they put something in his drink to make his stomach like loosen his stomach so he has to go to the restroom and and basically that's how they're able to escape in these buses or these Mm -hmm. like vans that come to pick him up um and meanwhile all this is happening again uh it's funny that you know, Pascual or Gandia, he's out there, like, they're escaping and, and later Gandia's out not even worried about what's happening with the kids or whatever. It's mm-hmm. just like, they're out there doing their thing, trying to find Marcelino, which is weird. So, um, yeah, but then another thing that was really funny to me is the club. Like, when they walk in, oh the first God. thing we see is this man hanging from, <laughs> from a <laughs> uh, So it's, like, acrobatics, but it's just funny because at first I'm like, are they at a strip club? What is this? Because it's just, like, a guy in, like, underwear. You know, like, a kind like of, like, a, this, like Yeah, it's, like, like, a Speedo, but he's wearing, um, yeah, it's, like, Cirque du Soleil kind of acrobatics, you know, people in hoops, like, spinning in the, in the ceiling, you know, doing all these kind of tricks. It's really cool, but it's definitely, like, um, it was just odd, like an odd. Well, look. I think on top of that, like in my mind, when Roberta had planned this fiesta, right, like mm-hmm. at this antro, and it was gonna be this whole thing, I was envisioning like everybody at the club was gonna be there for this same thing. But when they get there, like they're the only ones in costume, so so it's basically like the kids at the school have a party in a club that's already just like 
the club. <laughs> like nobody else is there for that specific party. It doesn't seem like. No, you're right. It's true. It sounded like the first, when they first started talking about party, like they had gotten this club to sponsor their party, right? Or like, mm-hmm. like they were, cause her mom called in a favor or something. And so it sounded like they were going to get to throw this party there, but it's not that way. It's like the club, maybe they got, maybe she called in the favor just to let them in. Because mm-hmm. they're obviously all underage. I don't know how the clubs work in in Mexico, but it's like here you wouldn't be able to get in if you're not 18 or 21, depending on what club you're going to and if there's alcohol and all these other things. So I don't know what to what point like Alma helped. I guess she helped let them for them to get in mm-hmm. because all these kids were just going to show up out of, out of nowhere and and they were going to get to get into this club, but um. So, yeah, so they show up, and they're the only ones in costumes. Everybody else is no- dressed normal, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they're the only ones in these 70s outfits, and they all walk in. And everybody's excited because they think, you know, again, they're kids. They're teenagers. So they're like, oh, we're at the club, and it's a cool club. And and then Giovanni's always, like, bragging about stuff that nobody believes him. And he's like, oh, it reminds me of the clubs in Europe and, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. And everybody's just, like, rolls their eyes because they're always laughing at him because he has stories about everything, and none right. of them sound believable. Right. Um. His yeah. hair is. <laughs> I know. In his costume. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just, it's just crazy. So, um, yeah. And then I think, I mean, oh, I guess to go back to, before we go back to the party, what's happening over there too is that um, Marcelino, he realizes that they're looking for him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so he calls the police. He he even makes a joke about like, I'm sorry, brother, because I guess, you know, they're not, they don't trust fans the, police. Of the police. Right? Yeah, they're not fans of the police. But he's like, I got to do it. So he called, like he he's talking to himself. And so he calls the police on Gandia and the, and the, the other guy. And so we see this long, like, this long thing, like comical thing where they're like running from the police and, it's very like I don't know Three Stooges. It's very like just I don't know. It's silly. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. And they're 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 trying to run away. But I'm thinking you're the director. Can't you just say I'm I'm doing something? Right. You know, finding people <laughs> on my school. You know, whatever. whatever. So anyway, it's it's one of those things. So they're over there dealing with that while these kids are at this club. Um, we gotta talk about the dance yeah so that's what basically the rest of the episode is going to take place at the dance so then let's, we're going to go there now but um what do you want to talk about today i mean i guess our as we've seen in previous episodes our crew cannot turn down a dance battle and at some <laughs> point mia decides like there must be a dance battle <laughs> well, well it's it's funny because so first everybody's kind of just hanging out right getting to mm-hmm. feel the vibe or whatever and then Miguel says, let's go dance, Selena. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Mia gets jealous because mm-hmm. she can't help it. And so she's like, come on, Giovanni. And so, like, they're both dancing with people, but they're both kind of looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Very obviously. And I'm like, Ugh, these two. So they're dancing. But then at some point, you're right. She says, like, I'll be right back. And it's like, where are you going? You know, like, she makes this kind of announcement, like. Mm-hmm. And then she decides, like, they're going to have a dance battle. <laughs> like, yeah. it's Mia's Mia's crew versus like Roberta and Miguel's crew Mm -hmm. um which we've already seen at the school they've had a dance-off so now there's like another random (laughs) dance-off at this club yeah and it's ridiculous but it's funny like I I mean I enjoy just because I think they're they're all hilarious but um 
I'll give them, I think it got a little better since the last dance-off we saw. Still not great, but uh, <laughs> a little bit better. Baby steps. Well, let me bring up something that I thought was funny. Because we all know, we're all Rebelde fans, whoever's listening. We all know that Rebelde is their song, right? Yeah. They haven't played it in the in the novella because that's going to be them. <laughs> so what is the song they're dancing to? Rebelde. Rebelde. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because, I mean, I know, like, may, I don't know how, when they were planning the novella, I know that they probably had in mind, we're going to make a, a music group at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, that was probably part of the, like, plot that they were going to go into. But it's funny to me that you would use the songs that they already, uh, that are going to be, like, their hits when that's going to be part of the story you know mm-hmm. like use a song that nobody knows because we all know and eventually they're going to play this or do stuff with these songs so i just thought it was funny that they would play rebelde when it's like hey that's us <laughs> you know like I don't yeah know. it is it's- weird uh i guess we're just not supposed to think that hard about it but i do wonder like some of their music choices when they are doing the dancing i wonder if it's like they didn't want to pay licensing fees for like more famous songs but like they're dressed in 70s clothes it would have been a perfect time to bust out some disco you know like why not but maybe they either they didn't want to you know pay the licensing fees for those songs or they they don't want to put in songs that are going to overshadow the rebelde songs which they want us to be fans of the rebelde music Mm -hmm. so maybe that's why i don't know it's really interesting i'd be curious to hear what the thought was behind I would, yeah, I wish we could hear from somebody who worked on it because it's just one of those things where I, I understand, like, at the first time you're watching, you're not sure, well, how the story's going to run. You know, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We really didn't know then maybe. I'm trying to remember back then if we knew there was going to be music or not. Like, there was little hints because Diego plays music and Mia sings and mm-hmm. little things like that. But we didn't maybe know that it was going to be such a big part of the novella mm-hmm. and that eventually, you know, they were going to become huge. Um, nobody could guess that. Nobody could just know what was going to happen. But that's why I wonder if, you know, towards the beginning, maybe they weren't, they never would have thought like we would, you know, viewers weren't going to know because we just were getting the the song from the intro. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, it's the song from the intro. It's them. But, you know, we didn't realize like that the band inside the novel was going to be such a big thing. So I just thought it was funny because I was like, oh, it's, it's like they're listening to themselves, but they're, they don't exist yet because they're not <laughs> the band yet. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. One of those weird, funny things. So anyway, but um, yeah, they have this dance battle and it just sort of goes back to again, like they just can't get along. Like Mia is always against Miguel and against Roberta. And um, and so that's the last thing with like that. They don't really after that. It's just like everybody goes back to whatever. Right. They're like just all just dancing. hanging out. Having fun. Yeah. yeah yeah um so then the last thing that happens is that um after that roberta's like i'm gonna go get a drink or something right and again i'm not sure what the rules are about alcohol i don't know i don't live in mexico but it's like i don't i don't know what you know diego's been drinking at the bar um he's been drinking and he is pretending to be drunk I mean, we don't know for sure. I, I think right right away if he's pretending or if he's not. But it looks like he's pretending. And he's like, Roberta, Roberta, ayúdame, you know. And so uh, Roberta kind of, I, you know, I think she's like, what's wrong with you, dude? Why are you doing this? Why are you drinking? 
um so she does help him like she could have been like no i don't like you whatever but she right. doesn't she says okay and she tries to carry him she, he's like take me to somewhere like i don't know quiet get some air yeah yeah and so they kind of go into this room um looks like a back office or something and at that point he you know she's pretty she's like diego why are you drinking and it's like she's trying to like help him because she she's she thinks he's really drunk and then he he's like out of us and it like he was just planning to try to like threaten her again right like mm-hmm. attack her <laughs> um, i don't know <laughs> well so here's the thing like he kind of grabs her and is like i got you like whatever and, you know he starts kind of like grabbing her so she's like let me go because again they're always fighting like he's like basically like, i'll show you and then he's grabbing her but then he says no te hagas roberta yo sé que te gusto y tú a mí me you know like he kind of doesn't say me gustas but he kind of drifts off and he kisses her and roberta had been fighting it you know because she's kind of uh like what but then at that moment she kind of softens up because he says that and i'm thinking to myself like okay obviously i'm a big i'm gonna say this right now i'm a big roberta and diego fan even if right now i'm not because they're both uh not good for each other but eventually they'll get there but um and we all know this because, again, we know who the couples are gonna, supposed to be. But what I'm saying is, like, right now, I haven't seen any clues Mm-mm. in the like right. that they like each other. Because, really, they've hated each other this whole time. And Roberta hasn't shown any kind of, like, interest in, oh, he's cute, but he's such a monster. You know, or or him saying, es que está, you know, está bonita, pero me cae mal. Or, you know, there's been no clues about them liking each other or being attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. But suddenly, like, they're kissing. And so... I'm wondering if it's one of those things where it's like, you know, kind of like they always say, like, the other side of like, you know, there's just like a small step between love and hate. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two have that because they're hate, they hate each other. And so I don't know what the whole, like, how we got from that point to that point, you know, from we hate each other, we can't stand each other, we can't stand to see each other. And then suddenly, like, they're kissing. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. If I didn't already know the story, if I didn't already know the pairings that are going to happen, it kind mm-hmm. of comes out of nowhere. There's mm-hmm. no sign that they have feelings for each other. There's never been a romantic aspect to any part of their interactions. Like all their interactions have been either they're angry with each other, they're trying to plot against each other, they're threatening. He's very threatening. Uh, so it is confusing. And I, I can't remember how it played out when I watched it the first time. I imagine we were rooting for them because of maybe like just how the the marketing or like the commercials maybe had plotted mm-hmm. that they're, you know, two of the main characters that it's it's like we know me me and Miguel are gonna end up together and we know Diego and Roberta are meant to be the other couple. So I guess it's kind of planted in there that like it doesn't make sense, but just go with it kind of like yeah. but now it's just kinda of like this doesn't make sense. If I'm analyzing this as an actual like TV viewer, you gave us no indication that this should happen. But <laughs> but <Exactly>. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And so at this point, like to watching it, like you don't know if this is part of his plan mm-hmm. because he no, we know he has a plan. Yeah. And he's been talking about kind of like, I'm going to get her, you know, and he wanted to go to his party to get her. So we think, okay, it's part of his plan. But we also have seen him lately just kind of becoming a little obsessed with Roberto's every move but because he's always trying to make sure you know like he can stop whatever he thinks is going to be against him like mm-hmm. again not too much in the whole like romantic side it's just been very much about like protecting themselves like yeah. each other because she's protecting herself from him 
and he feels like he's protecting himself from her in the sense of she's out to get me you know and so it's just a weird moment but I obviously like again because we knew kind of coming in who the couples were going to be or you know kind of like what they wanted us to know was or feel like was end game Mm -hmm. um we kind of I wonder you know if if fans were as excited about it I can't remember how I felt back when I first saw it um but it it was probably a moment of like because it's kind of the same moment when we saw Miguel and Mia look at each other for the Mm -hmm. first time it's like those moments of like oh my gosh this is happening or like when they had their first kiss and that was also kind of not in the best moment and but yet I think fans were probably rooting for it too you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's it's interesting to see how how they're playing out yeah and to your point like I don't remember what happens next like I can't remember if this is part of his plan for revenge or if this actually leads into their real feelings so I'm interested to see what happens in the next few episodes and how it plays out because I just can't remember what happens yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's good that so many years have passed and you don't, right. you, you can, you're watching it like again for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, so that's pretty much the end of the the, the episode. Like they, they leave, us, leave us on that cliffhanger, which again, as we know, would have been like we talked about earlier on a Friday. So mm-hmm. we would all have to wait till Monday <laughs> to yeah. find to out speculate. what happened. Oh my gosh, what could happen next? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So they chose a, a good place to end on for the weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any uh, favorites this week? Either favorite characters, favorite people, favorite outfits from the dance, uh, funny <laughs> moments, anything that stood out for you? Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I mean, those, those outfits were pretty interesting. Like, I, again, I never, I, watching it again, I was thinking, like, why did they do, like, yeah. When I, I, don't I, rem- I remember that club stuff a little bit as far as, you know, like, that they are in costume at some point but it the way it happened it was also funny because it's like there was no explanation I you know it was just like oh we're getting ready oh now we're all like dressing so that was a real <laughs> funny moment to me like how that just kind of uh, like all fell into place without any real explanation but um yeah I think the moments that really bothered me in this these episodes were definitely La Logia stuff mm-hmm. um it's really dark and really scary because we as you mentioned earlier we do know that there are groups out there that exist that do want to harm people that they don't like that they feel are different that are you know they they do stuff like this on in the in the real world and so it's scary because seeing it on you know screen and feeling like you can't do anything to help Miguel it's Mm -hmm. it's scary and so um yeah so that was I would say the the definitely negative in these episodes for me um and the positive, I'll just say, is the party just because it was fun. It was kind of fun to see them break out of the school and just see that whole, like, kind of, you know, crazy, craziness over there. Yeah. So. And that they're all working together, right, to escape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Um, I always say I'm so ready for this Marcelino story to wrap up. You know, cute yeah. kid. I'm just done. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait for it to be over. And... Uh, so we can move along um, to something else yeah and what about your favorite stuff favorite stuff is probably also the the party just for the hilarious costumes the bad dancing all of it (laughs) and also it's always nice when they get to do stuff that's not um at the colegio right like little escapes here and there um I think also the part where Mia and Roberta were 
trying to get Lupita back at her Diaz um, oh, salon. Yeah. Um, it was just like another, again, another break um, from the setting. And it kind of, again, I think for me, it shows that there is potential for those two to get along if they look past all their, like, all the stuff at the surface. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, good point. So, yeah, but overall, two, I think, fun episodes or good episodes with a lot of mm-hmm. stuff happening. So, yep. All um, right. Well, uh, that was episodes 19 and 20. Um, join us next week as we go through 21 and 22 on Tuesday and then 23 and 24. Man, they're going quick um, mm-hmm. on Thursday. So, uh, you know, keep up with us. Make sure to follow us to get notified about those new episodes. Um, and if you haven't already, go back and listen to our previous recaps. Um, leave us comments if there's things that that we didn't talk about. Um, if you want to tell us, you know, your thoughts on on these episodes, any questions that come up for you. If you have insight on like the whole music question that we just talked about, like, let us know. Um, but yeah, would love to hear uh, your your feedback, guys. Yeah, definitely. Because I know there's a lot of fans out there that are, you know, super, super fans that have a lot more, you know, maybe even behind the scenes information um, as far as like, you know, I think at the time we we were all like when we first watched it, we were getting, you know, this stuff. But but it was not it was a whole different time. Like there was not a lot of social media stuff. There's there were like I mentioned before, the Univision chats and things like that. But it was hard to find out details like if mm-hmm. we wanted to get more you couldn't just google something like yeah. that you know as, as easily and so I just think it's cool to know that there's people out there who really do have a lot like they just put in a lot of time and like um you know have all that information or, or maybe maybe have you know followed certain things about each career of, of the different um you know uh actors and stuff and they might have little info that we don't and so you know if y'all have any of that that y'all want to share, make sure you include it on the comments and just, you know, this is a, we, we just, again, we're, we're two fans. I just wanted to share this with other fans. And so we hope this community is somewhere where you can feel like you can share with us and, you know, we hope you're enjoying it. So. All right. Yeah. So make sure to follow along, uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, follow us on our Instagram and TikTok. Where can they find us? We're at Rebelde Rewatch on both TikTok and Instagram. So make sure to follow us. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.